Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Should I let my daughter's dad back into his life? Or into her life, obviously. Uh, my daughter is 10 years old. I fell pregnant with a man uh, who I thought loved and cherished me. But when, uh, but uh, not after long after the birth of our daughter, uh, the cracks begin to show. We fought and alcohol became more important than myself and my daughter. I walked away from our house with my daughter for fear of the person he was becoming. I feared for my daughter and her safety. The day I walked out on him was the day that he stopped seeing my daughter. Uh, she had just turned one at the time. It was like he erased us from his life. After the initial sob story, he would give uh, me pleading, give it to me pleading to take him back. I never heard from him again. Uh, he has never paid a penny in maintenance, and I just got on with raising my daughter. I looked after myself with the help of my family and never ever chased him for a penny. Throughout the years, uh, when she would see her friends with her father, she would ask me about hers, and I always explained to her that her father was sick and couldn't see her. I never talked bad about him in front of her. Recently, he has contacted me and asked me if he can meet my daughter. He said that he has finally matured and cleaned up his act. He states how sorry he is for all the hurt and pain and tears that he has caused me throughout the years and not to let my anger get in the way of him trying to develop some sort of relationship with his daughter. I know, or I don't know what to do now. Should I let him see my daughter? I'm battling with my own conscience and my own bitterness. I would love my daughter to have a father figure in her life, but I also don't trust that he won't go back on the drink and abandon her for a second time. I am wrecked from sleeping sleepless nights thinking about this. I am so angry for him to think that he could just walk into her life after all those years. I was the, the one who held her through the sleepless nights when she was sick, who scrimped and saved to buy her school books. I have done everything. I was the one who had to dry her eyes when she cried. He was never there. And I just can't get over the fact that he thinks it's okay for him to walk back into her life again. I am wondering if your listeners would be able to offer me some piece of advice. Maybe somebody has been in the same situation. Yeah, it's a tough situation, isn't it? <clears throat> for anybody in that situation. I mean, what do you think of this listener should do? I mean, should she refuse access? Or would that be the wrong thing to do? Well, look, he could probably go to court and fight for access. I don't know how how successful he would be after all this time. Maybe you've been in this situation and you can offer this woman some advice. Should she let the father have a relationship with his own daughter and risk him leaving again? Or, as many people would say, the daughter has a right to have a relationship with her father. It's not about her and the husband or the ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, whatever he is. It's about the child having the right to know who her father is and the right to a relationship with her father. But she's right. What happens if he is a waster? And clearly he is a waster, by the way. But what happens if he spends a couple of months with the daughter... It's all loved up and WWW, and then all of a sudden, he goes missing again. What happens then? The daughter, at this stage of her life, has probably got on with her life and accepted the fact that she doesn't have a father or life. It's a kind of rejection, I suppose, in some sense, by her own father, and she's got over it. And then he walks back into her life. She gets all, I suppose, hopeful about it that she's going to have this long lasting relationship with him, and then he disappears again and tears her apart. That could be damaging. But what do you do in that situation? I'm sure many people have been in that situation. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 188 Siobhan, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Siobhan? Hi, how are you doing? Siobhan, that's a, it is a tough one, isn't it? I can understand why she's so bitter, by the way, you know? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But what would you do in that situation? I think the best thing for the listener, I hope she is listening, 
Um, I think the best thing for her to do is possibly tell your man <clears throat> the waster. He is a waster. Um, <laughs> tell him that he has to prove himself to her first. Do you know what I mean? By keeping in contact with her, because you can't just you can't just decide he wants to be a father and then just be like, okay, come to the house tomorrow. So I think what she should do is over the next if it if it takes three months for him to reassure her that he is changed or whatever, then so be it. But to basically vet him and make sure he is turned his life around and he is no longer a complete and utter waste. How do you vet him? When you say vet him, how do you do that? So, like, I think uh, as hard as it'll be for her, because I'm sure, I'm sure, getting the call or the text from him, she wants to go to the house and punch him in the throat. Yeah, I would blame her. But I think if she, if she kind of keeps in contact with him and just kind of speaks to him as hard as it'll be, just kind of get an idea of how his life has gone over the last ten years. He might be working now. He might be. He might have went to AA. He might be eight years sober. You don't know, and I don't know if she knows either. So I think if she actually spoke to him when when she doesn't feel like just effing and blind and out of her and spoke to him and kind of seen what the situation was and then from there then she could make a decision. But the reality of it is he is the child's father. So but he's, he not, but he's, not, he's not much of a father really, is not, he? Oh no, absolutely not. But I think the thing about it is like, you know, he could go to court and it could be decided that, you know, he could get access to the child. And I think although the child is 10 and it could be damaging for if if he walks away, I think it would be more damaging for a whole relationship with our daughter if in, say, when the child is 16 and able to, he contacts her on Facebook or wherever. And says, hi, and I'm says, your dad. I wanted, I wanted to see you. And your mother wouldn't let I, me. Your mother would let me. And then there goes the resentment towards the mother from the child, which that could then damage what they obviously have is a good relationship, do you know what I mean? Because she's only had her mother for the last 10 years. Yeah. So I think, I think really she's damned if she does and damned if she doesn't because it could go either way. It could be an absolute car crash and he could be a raging alcoholic still or he could have really changed his but life. Sure, yeah, but here's the thing, you're messing with a child's life. You're, you're messing yeah. with a 10-year-old's life and at that point, at six or seven, that's not too bad. 14 or 15, they can handle a bit more. 10 is a very vulnerable age. I mean, and you know, that child child will end up needing psychological help if this fella comes back into her life and then disappears again. No, like it is vulnerable and it it is hard on the child. But that's why I think what she should do is she should actually try over a period of time to, you know, just... To you know, keep in contact with your man as hard as it may be for because it's 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 very hard for her to have to do this all for ten years and kind of I'm sure for the first year or two she was like, oh, we will come back, he will come back, and then he never came back, and then she's obviously accepted the fact that she's going to be a single mother raising the child by herself and and providing for everything yeah. in every way, and now he's just decided oh. I want to be a father. Here I am. Here if he's yeah. he done that, you know what I mean? Like, it'd be a different ball game. I mean, I don't, I don't know how successful he would be in the courts, by the way. You know, after, I mean, when you tell a judge that you haven't seen your daughter in 10 years and all of a sudden you want some sort of access, I don't know how successful he'd be, but I'm sure I he think, would He would I get some. I think he would get it eventually. I think yeah. what, they, what they do is they probably do, like... Um, supervised visits. Supervised visits and stuff like that. So in the end, he could probably get it anyway. Yeah. I just think it's better for her to get it on her terms. 
So, yeah. like, he can't just say, well, I'm free every Friday. Like, that's nice for you, but I'm free of a Wednesday and you make yourself free of a Wednesday. Yeah. Like, she doesn't need to dance to the beat of his drum. She can kind of do it how she wants to do it. And I do think that if she actually spoke to him and kind of got a feel for the situation, because she could get a feel for him, she could ring him and he could be fucking locked. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, she'd know then, do you know what I mean? She'd say, do you know what? He's just got to have too many beers and he's feeling sentimental with the COVID and he actually doesn't give a fuck. Or it could be, I've been eight years sober, I'm working in this great job, I'm doing X, Y, and Z, I've cleaned my act up, I've done whatever, I now feel I'm whatever. And there's kind I of... Have a, maybe he's married now or something. I have a partner yeah, like now he, and here, look, I'm, he could, he I have two have kids of my own kids. and... Yeah, yeah, like he could have other kids and it could be it could be a case that, you know, like having these other kids has, you know, made him feel if they're, he should have felt that way from the beginning, yeah, well, you know what I mean? He should have never walked away. Yeah. But I, I do think for for the listener, the best thing would, as I said, kind of to vet him in a sense and kind of speak to him and suss out what's been going on over the last nine, ten years that he's been absent and then kind of go from there because... As I said, if he reaches out to the daughter at 15 or 16 or whatever and says, oh, yeah, I, ma, your ma, your ma wouldn't I let wanted me. Yeah. you, but your mom wouldn't let me, then that child's going to feel like she was deprived of the father. Okay, well, well, hang on for a second. And let me just go to John as well. John, you're on Classic Hits. John, I mean, Siobhan says he shouldn't be basically, or she should... <laughs> Uh, she shouldn't be dancing to the beat of his drum, but to her own drum, essentially. In other words, she makes the rules and she should let the daughter see him again, but on her terms, essentially. Mm, uh, I disagree. I think that he shouldn't be left within the nasa's roar of that child because he walked out of that child's life when she was very young. And she was one, yeah. Yeah, so obviously he's been he's been absolutely well, with leave, with his leave, because he's, he's, he's the one deciding. Not a sign of him, not a contact, yeah, nothing, yeah, well, not, a, and not a penny, by the way, in maintenance, nothing. Well, well that, that's not, he's, he's, he's a despicable human being, not a mind. Well, we, we, I think we'll all agree on that point, yeah. yeah. Bad, bad husband, bad father, despicable human being, right? What needs to be done here is, at 10 years of age, like, I mean, kids are kind of clued in, oh, the mother should say, look, that this guy is making overtures. He wants to get in touch with you. Tell the child that this guy like, walked away from you and I would prefer, it's up to you, but I'd prefer that you wait until you're maybe 18 or 20. And if you didn't want to see him, you're then going to get... Do you think a 10-year-old would understand the depth of that type of conversation? I would because, like the other lady said there, you fast forward and push the, the forward button and no longer the line. He can't go along and say then... Well, look, uh, I, I wanted to get in touch with you. Your mother, mother didn't, yeah. Allowed to hold out she has that base covered in, right? And then when she is in her 20s, then we'll say, the daughter, she can then meet him then, right? But she can then sit in front of this waste of space and say, you tell me now why you walked out of me when I was only a kid. I'm a full-blown adult now, and I'm talking to a full-blown waste of space adult. You, my father, tell me why you've done this. Mm. I mean, well, at, at, at this stage, no, I wouldn't leave him within a NASA's role. Okay, but Siobhan, okay, let me, let me, Siobhan, you know, John's suggesting there, you know, talking to the 10-year-old, telling the 10-year-old the father walked away from her, you know, as a child, and does she want to see him? Is that something you believe a 10-year-old could make a decision on? No, I don't, like, I, I don't think, like, they could make a, could make a, a proper judgment on it, because although the child is 10, and she might be clued in, or, or whatever, yeah, that's a big choice then for that 10-year-old to make. So what's not to say that, like, just say, for instance, heaven forbid, do you know what I mean? Well, 
he's a bit of a prick, but still, I don't wish death upon anyone. Just say, for instance, then when that child turns 16 and the waste of space dies, and then she says, oh, well, I decided not to see him when I was 10. I didn't know what I was saying when I was 10. I was playing with me fucking Barbies at 10. Yeah, why, why, did, why didn't you help me out with that decision? You're my mother. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, like, like, if the mother sits down and puts it, like, I'm sure the mother has obviously, you know, explained kind of to the daughter in certain ways. I'm sure she just hasn't said, your dad didn't want you and he left. I'm sure she's went around it a different way. But I do think if she is, if she, if that's the thing that she wants to do and she wants to approach the child and if she feels that would be good for her, I still think it would be good for her to essentially vet him first because she could say, look, your dad is around and, you know, he, he left and, you know, now he wants to come back and how do you feel? And the daughter could straight away be like, yes, I do. She could say, absolutely not. And there you go. But she could, uh, like, she could just say, oh my God, yes, I've been wanting this for whatever amount of years or whatever. Okay. No, and no, no, I, I get you. I, and John, I think, I think Siobhan makes a really good point. The child is really not mature enough at 10 to make that type of life-changing well, decision. Why you down? I mean, like, I mean, ah, well, you wouldn't let a child make any other decision well, like you that, would you? Other, I mean, kids, there, like, I mean, that's uh, either the mother, the father dies when they're young they're pretty adaptable you know it's a bit traumatic alright but I mean they adapt after all so. I don't think they do I think if a child loses a yeah. parent that young but, I mean, it can be just, devastating the, the whole idea like I mean no matter what happens like I mean that child is never going to get back those 10 years that he abandoned her like and that, that that's pretty okay. low okay like. but, but stay there a second I mean just go to Colin as well before I wrap this up Colin you're on Classic Kids how you doing Colin hi Niall how's it going you well yeah, I'm good, Colin. Uh, what do you reckon in, in this case? I mean, does the guy d- even deserve to see his daughter? No one would be allowed to see her. No, I suppose personally speaking, no, he doesn't. He, he abandoned her, however. Yeah. Um, from a legal point of view, and it's only something I've gone through myself, um, it's actually the child's right to see the... Absolutely, parents, yeah, from a legal point of view, that. yeah. yeah. So, whereas, yes, I suppose that the human thing would be saying, yeah, no, he's no right, and the mother doesn't want to see she, She's not saying it, really. Yeah, well, well, we did say that the courts most likely would decide, even though they would look, they would frown upon the fact that he hasn't been around for ten years. They would give him access eventually. Yeah, but it'd be from the daughter's point of view. It wouldn't be from his or, or point of view. Absolutely, it's the child's right to see her father. Yes, yeah, yeah. not the uh, father's right to see I mean, the child. I was really lucky, Noel. I, I didn't have to go through all that rigmarole. Yeah. Um, you know, my child's mother was, was very amicable with me. Um, yeah, no problem at all. Well, there. that's the, well. When you have young children, that's the way it should be. By the way, there there should be no need for family law courts in those situations with access to children because couples should be mature enough to sort that out themselves. Yeah, but now you've hit the nail on the head. No, <laughs> mature. Most yeah. people in these situations are not. It, it gets very childish, very bitter. Yeah. From, from both sides, men are as bad as women when it comes to the likes of this. There's, yeah. There's, there's, there's Tell me about it. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, yeah, John. That, that that's okay. Like I mean, we'll say if there's a break up and, and people get access, then like I mean, but when when this waste of humanity walks away completely and no one wants to come back after ten years, that's a different scenario. Yeah, no, I agree with you, John. In fairness, you know, personally speaking, I've always been involved in my daughter's life as much as I can. You know. Mm-hmm. This guy completely and utterly walked away from all responsibilities and, uh, as uh, the, the letter says, uh, no financial support, no nothing. Human side, no, he doesn't deserve to see her, but it's not his call. And, and, and it's not the mother's, mother's call, call either. No. Yeah. 
it's the, it's essentially the state who make the laws, John, who's basically say the child has a right to see her father. It's nothing to do with the, the rights are not on the father's side or the mother's side to stop him from seeing her. The rights are on the, the side of the state. In other words, because we voted in a referendum more recently as well, uh, the state has a responsibility and duty to the child to make yeah. sure the child's rights are upheld and the, the, the rights are with the child to see her father. Well, that's you know, what we the, state have, the state represents the child. That yeah. Because of the likes of bitterness and childishness between parents, that's why the state steps in. And, you know, I don't know what it is. I mean, you know, uh, look, thankfully, my own personal situation, as you know, I'm going through a divorce at the moment. My children are older now, so that didn't really come into it, right? But I don't know what it is about people with young children who get separated and divorced or whatever it is, and this using the children as weapons. It's it's outrageous. I I see a lot of it, Niall. Like I said, my situation... Yours is amicable, and that was great, yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it was just one of those situations where things didn't work out with my child's mom and myself. And yeah, look, we did have to sit down and and, and hammer it out, but we didn't have to go to court for it. Yeah. Niall is a friend of mine, said he said, like, they went through something. He said, the the kids actually end up being used as a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. And and, and they get used for money. Yeah, Either you pay me my maintenance here, you're not going to get to see your children. It's shocking. Yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. If a guy has the money, he should be paying the maintenance. There's no of doubt course. about that. Yeah, of course. It no yeah. yeah, but if he yeah. doesn't have the money, sometimes, you know, that can be difficult. And I can I understand yeah. that too. Yeah. 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 Uh, but that shouldn't stop him from seeing his child. No. That's the last. That should that, that kind of weapon shouldn't be pulled out of the bag. Oh, but no. sadly, and I'm sure, Siobhan, you're well aware of that, that it happens a lot more so with women using uh, with children against men. Oh, absolutely. And even in regards to, you know, the guys getting divorced or whatever, you know what I mean? It's normally 90% of the time the woman who ends up with the family home, even if it's been in his home for, for generations, you know what I mean? Like there's, it, it leans towards women in some ways, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? The yeah. law, and it's, it's totally unfair because at the end of the day, just because you've, you know, you've had someone's child, you may not have actually help towards even you know buying the house you know i mean the house might have been in the husband's family for years but just because you know you've decided i know, I know somebody who, i know somebody that exactly that happened to him he bought the house many many years ago with an ex-wife can i point out uh got divorced paid off his ex-wife um and so that cost him a substantial money many many years ago met a new girlfriend uh was with a new girlfriend a reasonably short amount of time and now he can't get her out of the house without paying her yeah, it's, and, it's, and, and I find it bizarre. No, it is. It's, it's ridiculous. And she never paid a bean out of the mortgage. He, he has paid the mortgage twice at this stage because he's had to remortgage it to pay off his ex-wife who he got divorced from many years ago. And he's not married to this woman he's with. And he still can't get her out of the house. I'll tell you about one. Yeah, John. There's a guy there, and he was infatuated with this one from Eastern Europe, right? And in an argument pair, she had played, and she made up a lot of stories. He had to leave the house, right? She brought her mother over them from the Ukraine, right? Installed the mother and her new lover, and they all live happily in the house, and he's in lodgings. In his house, so they're all living in his house? In his house, and, he, and he's in the BMB. <laughs> Sorry, Colin. I was saying, I, 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 it's about the first time I've heard something like that. I said, and that poor fella who's trying to get the girl out of the house now, he obviously didn't learn the first time. <laughs> no, no I've, I've said that to him. And by the way, he listens to the show all the time. And if you're listening now, you know who you are. I think I said that. But I, I think his very words to me the other day was, or recently when I spoke to him, he said, he'll never he'll never fall for it again. And I said, yeah, you said that the last time too. You won't fall for it again. <laughs> Look, lads, thank you very much indeed. And ladies, thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, Colin and, and John. 
Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.